0: This episode contains adult language. And if you listen carefully, you can also hear the ticking clocks and a singing bird. Hello darling, you have reached your favorite porn site and this is going to be a wild ride. But to get on, you need to choose one of the following categories. Amateur, Asian, babysitter, big ass, big dick, big tits, blonde, blowjob, bondage, Brazilian, brunette, compilations, cumshot, ebony, fetish, fingering, gangbang, gay, hardcore, masturbation, milf, augie, pussy licking, redhead, rough sex, small tits, step fantasy, threesome, toys, vintage, webcam, or fuck now. Welcome dear listener, this is Anna Jelen, your time expert and today we will ponder on if we should spend more time in bed. And to put it clearly, let's talk about making sincere love, sex, intimacy and the question if sex is totally overrated nowadays and how to handle the feeling of getting numb with all the porn-free sites. There is a lot to talk about and let's look at the today's podcast or the today's episode as a first step. And no, this is not going to be a how-to-do-it manual. Before we get there, we need to look at this topic from another perspective of you. Welcome. I'm in a bar, sitting at a table of five. There is smooth lounge music playing and I'm excited because I know what we are going to do tonight. We are two ladies and three men and tonight we're going to talk about sex. We have never seen each other before and I had picked them by the level of interest when I posted a post we need to talk about sex. Now Here we are, ready to talk about it. There is Joe, a handsome guy, but I'm not sure if he's aware of that. A father of three kids, living in a happy marriage, is in his mid-forties and he seems nervous. He looks at his rusty nail, which is a strong whiskey drink, and I feel his urge for the first sip. Out of politeness, he waits for us to get our drinks. Next to him we have Richard, in the mid-50s, he wears an old-fashioned blue pullover and jeans. He smiles all the time. Is the absence of his sexual life the reason for this? Monica is observing me. I can feel her eyes scanning me from top till toe. She's 44. I'm sure the two ladies of us are going to have a lot of fun tonight and... She will, as nobody expected, be the one who is very open-minded in talking about everything. Because she, this lady, she has a massive craving for some nearness. And yeah, we can feel she really needs to talk about it. Even if she blushes when she uses words, she isn't used to use in public. Next to me sits Benjamin, mid-twenties, a cute young man, and we will be amazed by this lad. School, let let's get it on. I'm starting the conversation by reading some statistics I came across a few days ago. Here we go. The share of U.S. adults reporting no sex in the past year reached an all-time high in 2018, underscoring a three-decade trend line marked by an aging population and higher numbers of unattached people. But among the 23% of adults, or nearly one in four who spent the year in a single state, A much larger than expected number of them were 20-something men according to the latest data from the General Social Survey. Experts who study Americans' bedroom habits say there are several factors driving the great American sex drought. Age is one of them, but changes at the other end of the age spectrum may be playing an even more important role. The portion of Americans 18 to 29 reporting no sex in the past year has more than doubled between 2008 and 2018 to 23%. There are many different factors, but one of them could be this one. One final factor that may be affecting American sexual habits at all ages is technology. There are a lot more things to do at 10 o'clock at night now than they were 20 years ago. Streaming video, social media, console games, everything else. With a huge question mark in my face, I look at Benjamin like, really? But Benjamin doesn't believe that this is the only challenge. He talks about another challenge. For example, the unbelievable high expectations nowadays. Every guy watches porn, which sets an unreal standard for most guys. They compare themselves to what they see on the internet without thinking about what they're really seeing. Porn is a job and sex is a passion. And yes, he's right, we have to separate these two. But these comparisons lead to a lot of guys being anxious about their dick size Stamina or ability to make a woman come. But to him, it's not always about the climax. Benjamin means the sex itself is what matters most. The climax is just a cherry on the top. And another problem is the hookup culture. Not everyone wants to be part of that one and done culture, which leads to them living from sex. And he, Benjamin, He tells us that he always tries to talk with the sex partner about about what is going on, talking about kings, what's a no-go, and so on. And he tells us that he just wants to create the best possible environment for his sexual partner to feel desired, safe and loved. And he admits that he had experienced some sexual problems in the past, but through open communication and a little bit of training, He managed to become a pretty good lover and he looks at us with a smile and adds but communication is vital in that regard. He continues telling us what's missing in his eyes. The intimacy. It's just about looking good and nothing more. But real intimacy starts with getting to know each other and investigate what your partner likes and what not. Oftentimes, times no sense for romance and erotic whatsoever. And what is also missing in his eyes is that a lot of people don't even take their time to explore themselves and what they're into. And that makes it pretty hard to satisfy each other se- sexually completely. They don't invest anymore into a relationship or the sexual aspect of it quickies are now often the standard, which Benjamin calls quite boring, because he calls himself a pretty passionate lover and he likes to take his time and escape the grey day-to-day business. Sex should be a safe place where you are feeling good, happy and think about nothing other than to please and be pleased. And that is what is often missing nowadays. Wow, what a guy. All the girls out there should be happy to meet Benjamin. And I can see Monica looking at him with an admiring look and she literally keeps on staring at him. Joe doesn't seem too impressed. His rusty nail drink has already gone, so he orders a second one. And you have to understand that Joe, he thinks different about this. He doesn't need intimacy, he just wants to get it on. That's how he's describing it. He wants pure sex. He doesn't even want to talk about sex with his wife. He believes it's just something you do. And he believes that the kids and the 12 years of being married have killed his sex life. And after all this you don't fall over one each other anymore. That's just the way it is. So of course I look at other women. I still have this sexual craving inside of me and I need to let this out now and then. But we have like sex once a month. That's not enough for me. Here we go. That's when I feel that I have to interact and tell him my beliefs. I do understand and know that your sex life with a long-term relationship can change. But change isn't bad though. It can even change to the better. And I also know that you can keep the flame burning, but only if you put some energy into it. If you continue to talk about your wishes, your fantasy, and mostly, if you continue to surprise one another, you will be amazed how long you can keep this flame burning. Monica interrupts me, telling us that she just doesn't feel that she's still attracting her husband in a physical way she feels how her husband is looking at younger girls like joe and she that she loses her confidence and my answer is sincere let him watch other girls there is nothing bad with that but don't let this influence your confidence in yourself if you start to accept your body however it is And if you start to feel sexy in your body, you will start to have this orgasmic energy showing up. And no matter how old you are, how your body looks like, if your husband will feel and see this energy, he's going to want to make love to you. I will always believe in this because I plan to make love up into a high age. I know, sexuality will change, it will become something spiritual, it already is actually. If you're totally in it, doing it, feeling it, time doesn't matter anymore, time dissolves and you are entirely in the now, that's ecstatic. I have experienced the same senses with sexuality as in meditations, can you believe that? That's where Richard finally starts talking. He has been living an abstinent life in the last few years and sometimes he misses it, the sexuality, but he thinks that he can get fulfillment without it. I'm sure you can, maybe, but why should you be without it? What is wrong with sexuality to exclude it from your life? And what was the reason that you have decided against it? I know someone. He has been abstinent for all his life because it was a religious matter. It's not the sex he's missing the most, it's the nearness, the intimacy to be able to touch someone, to hold someone in his arms. Remember the prison episode where I talked about my visit to a prison? Go and listen to it if you haven't done that yet. But in brief, I remember how sad I was for all the people in prison because they don't have any physical closeness to another person anymore. Stroking someone's cheeks, caressing another person. I just can't believe that we can live without that. Let's look at the sexuality from a spiritual way because I think that is also a very interesting point of view. Sex is more than the pleasure. Sex is a ritual where you can exchange energies, emotions, thoughts and consciousness. I want you to read an article I once read. Unfortunately, I don't know the author anymore and I even don't know where I have found it. But here we go. From the Qigong perspective, however, the notion that sexuality and spirituality are... Antithetical is misguided because sexual energy forms one of the cornerstones of happiness. If we ever hope to secure long-lasting happiness in a loving relationship, we must heal our socially conditioned distortions about sexuality. We must erase the invisible line we draw with our minds around our belt lines above which lies the greater part of human nature and below which lies the lesser. In essence, we must spiritualize sex. Spirituality is about discovering who we are, our true or higher selves, as against our self-centered, everyday egos. Sexuality is an important part of that. Neither repression nor Overindulgence leads to spiritual maturity. We must each try and find another way for our own peace of mind and as an example to others. Loving relationships hold the key. Before you read on, let me define what I mean by spiritual sex. It is sexual energy that goes beyond physical sensations of pleasure and genital orgasms. It is not limited to genital stimulation and the release of tension through a quick and simple orgasm. When spiritual sex is consciously practised, there is a quality of mindfulness which is heightened awareness and expanded consciousness. The more cosmic experiences utilising sexual energy create ecstatic states. The essence of spiritual sex is enhanced awareness extraordinary inspiration, and the sense of merging with the life force. For simplicity's sake, I've divided spiritual sex into two levels. The first is consciously loving, which is sexual energy that generates intense, passionate feelings for the partner. The result is greater partner connection, reinforcing commitment in a long-term relationship through loving communion, enhancing the bond. The second level is the spiritual union, which is the ultimate expression of sexuality. Often one receives inspiration and illumination that can be translated into divine guidance or simply experienced as pure bliss. These transcendental sexual experiences produce a sense of merging with the source of energy and losing physical boundaries during orgasm. It is often described as being in the moment of boundless bliss. I think everybody would agree that the goal should be to have a good quality in your sex life. Otherwise, it's true. Why should we do it? So I think quality is essential. And to get there, I believe in small steps... And two of them are inevitable, the two T's, talking and touching. I mean, how ironic is it that sex is everywhere and still it's a huge taboo to talk about it when with the one you're doing it, actually? Sexuality is natural, but we don't treat it naturally. How come? Maybe because many of us don't learn how to talk about sex. Perhaps shame is a big issue. Maybe you haven't had anyone telling you about it. And unfortunately, that is quite normal. But don't worry. With small steps, you will get there. First, find someone you can talk to. Maybe it's your best friend or a sex therapist or your sister or your brother. Start getting used to it, to say those words. And if you don't dare... Begin with the mirror. Talk to yourself. Get used to these words coming out of your mouth you have never used before. And I have an advice for you here. Who, For you, the one who has never had sex education, go and listen to Esther Perel. She is an expert on relationships and sexuality and her podcast is called Where Should We Begin? Esther Perel, P-E-R-E-L. And that's the first step and very enjoyable. And she's a lovely woman. Or if you haven't anybody to talk to, start to write it down. And if you want to, you can send it to me and we can start a written conversation about it. Feel free. The second T I mentioned comes from touching. Touching. Here I speak clearly in the name of the ladies. The majority of us loves to be touched, smoothly and gently. And there is nothing more intimate than being touched. I know there are cultures where physical closeness is more normal than others, that's for sure. But if you want to keep an intimate relationship with our partner, the first step is touching Sex will get so much harder to get it if you haven't got the physical closeness to your partner. So start with gentle, and small, and loving touches. Back to the bar. Monica is getting looser and launches the porn subject. She asks us if we watch porn, and if yes, which categories we prefer. But it doesn't seem as if she wants to hear our answers. It's clear to me that she wants to let us know what she prefers looking at. And she admits that she has prepared herself for this meeting tonight and that she usually doesn't look at porn. But she got stuck on a category which is called rough sex. And she was watching a porn star called James Dean (laughs) And he likes it rough, and he punishes the woman with bad language, pulling the hair, and being very dominant. And she, Monica, she was so confused that this kind of style started to excite her. And she said, at home, we have about three different positions. When do we do it? And that's it. We haven't tried new things for a long time. And to be totally honest, I'm not enjoying my sex life. It's time to end this period of drought. I want to explore sexuality again. But for this, we need to take our time, sit together and talk and try new things. And mostly, I need to be listened to without any yes but. She looks at Joe with a severe expression. And that's when I get it. Joe and Monica, they know each other. She asks him, can we do this? Can we start to have conversations about our needs and preferences and about our body awareness? Okay, now I get it. Holy dear. They are married. Well, I really hope that these two guys will find each other again. And not just as a mother and a father or a married couple, but of lovers. My dear listeners out there, I could go on and on forever. There is so much more, but it feels enough for today. Let me tell you my conclusion. Of course You are more than just a sexual being. Your sexuality doesn't define you, but it is a part of you. There are many possible ways to live your sexuality, but the most important thing is that it needs to be a place where you feel safe and where you can explore this world with curiosity and pleasure. Think of Benjamin, Richard, Joe, Monica and myself It's so different how we look at this topic, and for this, it's essential to speak up, to explain how you feel about it. Let's try to get closer again to one and each other. We spend a lot of time in the digital world, and I mean, it's huge, and it's so much to explore in there. But during the time we are in the analog world, that's where we can do something we can't do elsewhere. Explore physical nearness and sensuality. Touching, kissing, lying in someone's arms. Mm, That's just, I mean, that's paradise for me. So at least intimacy or being near another person in a physical sense, I think that this would be in the human spirit. I will be back with this issue, that's for sure. And wherever you are, go and have a cup of tea or a beer or a glass of wine or a rusty nail or some water. And take your time and think about all this. And feel free to let me know. I'm so happy to be back with one podcast per week. And the next one is going to be very interesting as well. It's about times when we struggle. In the last few months, I have met many people who are experiencing loss in different ways or who are feeling big insecurities in life right now, including me. And I have found a way how to look at this and how to get out of the dark black hole. And it has helped me and hopefully it can help you as well. And now, my dear ones out there, enjoy whatever you're doing right now. Take the moment fully and celebrate this adventure called life. Isn't it great? With all ups and downs, as my grandma said, we take them all. Because it's a gift to be here and to feel life totally. Take care. Bye. And by the way, I have started to be a bit more active on Instagram. If you want to check it out, please feel free. I'm called, wait a minute, I'm called Anna the Time Expert. And I will always remember to put ideas, content and thoughts into my posts to make you reflect about time, yourself and life. Bye bye.